Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and a video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And speaking of traveling the world, we're actually currently in beautiful Copan, Honduras. It's the area with the famous Mayan ruins. We just actually crossed over from El Salvador into Honduras yesterday. It was a long, grueling four chicken buses and one tuk-tuk ride to get from the border here, but we're super grateful to be in Honduras. And it's actually country number 78 now. Our goal is to be the first family to visit every country in the world. So currently we're at 78 countries and uh, we're actually documenting our entire travels on our blog. It's uh, daddyblogger.com where we're uh, documenting every single day from a daddy blogger world tour in terms of uh, cities we're staying in, hotels, sightseeing, uh, even food, uh, people we're meeting, etc. So make sure uh, you follow along uh, if you want to check out our adventures on there. And as we're traveling, we actually love interviewing fellow world travelers, fellow entrepreneurs, and especially fellow dads. Uh, I'm a dad of three, and I love uh, interviewing fellow dads with this big passion for travel. Because nowadays, a lot of dads, uh, they'll be in a suburb, and they might take their kids uh, to a two-week vacation in Disneyland, but they don't typically do adventure stuff like Central American all. But we definitely have adventurous dad. He was actually just in El Salvador, and we actually uh, found out about our guest today from YouTube, I was searching for videos all about El Salvador, and boom, out popped a video by Shane Reynolds, and it was such a beautiful video, I actually have to uh, watch that one. So I guess today is uh, Shane Reynolds, and he's the founder, owner, and operator of Color Earth, and uh, he's a video producer, so he's gonna be sharing uh, about his family, family travels and travels around the world, and also about his work online. Uh, so Shane, uh, how are you doing over there today? Doing good, man. How's Honduras treating you? So good. So far, so good. Yeah, you know, the internet isn't great. But uh, this area of the world isn't known for the best internet. El Salvador, Honduras, Nicaragua, Guatemala. So, uh, so far on in these interviews, we've had a few lags here and there. But I'm glad the internet is holding up today for this interview. Uh, so, Shane, um, you know, uh, welcome to the show. Why don't we get to know you a little bit better? If you want to do a quick introduction and share a little bit more about yourself. Um, I, I basically am a, uh, kind of a, one of, like a one man band kind of producer. Um, not so much anymore. That used to be my production model. And I, I've done shows for, uh, travel channel for, uh, uh, Nat Geo wild, uh, you know, had, had my own show called Shane untamed, uh, and, uh, not your average travel guide. And then we, uh, basically just do a lot of traveling and a lot of uh you know adventure exploration type stuff right now we're uh doing uh i'm doing all the underwater stuff for caribbean pirate treasure which is an underwater you know treasure hunting series with the Cousteaus. so it's been uh it's different every day man for sure awesome great to hear great to hear shane so uh, to start off with, before we get into your work and your video production side of things, would love to hear about some of your travels. Uh, you traveled obviously a lot solo, and now um, you know with your wife and a five-year-old daughter uh, doing a lot of family travel. So walk yeah. us through some of your travels, both solo, couple, and now family. Um, well, I mean, I I did kind of the the, the usual thing in college where you you go do the Eurail Pass thing through Europe, and and it was amazing. And um, 
you know, and it, and it really, there were, there were some moments there that really stuck with me. And then when I graduated college, I, I went to New Zealand and touring New Zealand was when it kind of, you know, when I really got the travel bug. So uh, I think my mom and I, my mom's a big traveler as well. And we used to travel quite a bit together. And, uh, you know, I, I learned the ins and outs of kind of dirty, cheap traveling with her. And, uh, you know, eventually just started kind of getting into my own groove and, you know, made this, uh, you know, was always taking photos and, and shooting videos when I was traveling. And so eventually I just wanted to make something that, uh, you know, I didn't want to force people to watch slideshows of my trips. I wanted to create something that that made them excited to watch it as, as much as I was when I did it. So, um, you know, I've always just done that and it kind of evolved into, you know, production and, uh, you know, led to doing my own shows. So, uh, it, you know, and, and since then, um, you know, I, I do more production work, less one man band stuff as I get older. Um, you know, and it, I, I run around typically with about five or six people. This Caribbean pirate treasure thing is, is more of like a 12 person crew. Um, and you know, my, my daughter came along in, uh, 2012 and you know, like the, the whole goal is just to continue that train, you know? So I, she's been to about eight countries now. And, uh, you know, so whenever we can get her on board, because, uh, you know, my wife is a, is an amazing photographer as well. She's been printed in national geographic and, and a few things. So, you know, we used to be a, a, a duo, you know, we did a, we did a whole, just toured the world for a number of years where she was my field producer and my photographer and you know we made a great team so you know we're still trying to make that that work whenever we can sounds exciting so uh, out of all these places you've been to you've taken your kid your your daughter to eight countries and you've traveled quite extensively with your uh wife um so tell us about some of your favorite countries or destinations anything that really stands out to you um, we, you know, I, it's a tough question and we get a lot of, you know, I'm sure as, as you do, you get a lot of like, what's your favorite country and, and, and every country is kind of different. You know, you, you love different countries for different reasons. Um, but I've, I've come to find, I think, uh, just pound for pound, the most, probably my favorite country was Egypt. Um, just because it, it had a, such a good combination of, of history, culture, adventure, beauty. Um, you know, I mean, we, the, the things we were able to do there in terms of, you know, touring the desert and, and diving in oases and diving in the Mediterranean, surfing in the Mediterranean and the Red Sea and the, you know, Hergada and the Nile River. Just there's just so much going on there it's ridiculous but um you know but i i guess that's that's what i'd say but you know uh, ireland's one of my favorites on the planet uh um you know I, the offbeat ones like djibouti was one of the most interesting places i've been it, it you know i wouldn't call it the the most beautiful uh but definitely the most interesting 
in a lot of ways. And, you know, they had the whale sharks. They had, I mean, it just, you never know what you're going to get into with a particular country. So. Yeah. Everywhere is definitely our favorite as well. You mentioned Egypt, uh, you know, what an amazing country. I only had about a week there and this was pre-marriage and pre-kids. So I right. definitely want to take our kids, uh, our kids there to see the, the pyramids and all, but uh, Egypt's yeah. definitely amazing in terms of diversity and amazing in terms of amount of stuff to do. So if you're going there, definitely plan yeah. for as much time as possible oh, to experience yeah. and beware of the scams because uh, a lot of people in yeah. Cairo are definitely trying to scam you. So avoid those scams when you're there as well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But it's, it's interesting though, because Egypt, you know, we, we did the first time we went to Egypt, we were doing kind of jumping around countries in Africa and we, we, you know, in terms of production, um, you know, we were in Tunisia, right before we were in Egypt. And it was interesting because Tunisia was so welcoming to us because we were there doing some travel channel stuff and they pretty much covered everything from, you know, they gave us a driver, they gave, they paid for our, you know, where we were staying, our, our drinks and food and you name it. And then when we went to Egypt, it was the exact opposite. It was, you know, it, it cost money to get out of the airport. Every everywhere we wanted to shoot was a four to six hundred dollar permit fee. Every, you know, like it. So, so it's interesting how how different tourism departments and visitors bureaus kind of welcome uh, production people and you know influencers, things like that. Awesome. So you mentioned influences and all that. That's something we're doing. Uh, we're actually working with a company called Baseline. Currently, they're one of our sponsors, and we're learning Spanish through them because traveling through this area of the world, we definitely need Spanish. Uh, yeah. Actually, after this interview, I'm going to be jumping on a call with uh, Baseline. And Baseline.com is basically a company where they offer unlimited Spanish lessons uh, for $129 a month. And it's one-on-one tutoring, uh, so you could pretty much learn for 10 or 12 hours a day for 30 days, uh, all for that wow. one price. So great company to work with, and we're working with them currently. So make sure you check them out at uh, baselang.com. Quick little commercial for them. So nice. uh, Shane, our a video producer, a video director, walk us through that journey from the beginning. Uh, what kind of schooling did you have to do to get into it? And tell us a little bit about the origin story, didn't it? Um, I started just goofing off with little morning, little videos on the morning show in my high school. Um, and when I was in college, it was, uh, you know, I was majoring in advertising and I didn't really get it. So I kind of thought that doing, doing videos in high school was kind of fun. So I did that. Um, I majored in telecommunication production. I really didn't learn a whole lot in terms of, you know, state of the art equipment. Um, I was at University of Florida, but they at that time were were pretty limited in what they what they were uh, offering. Uh, and you know, after that, went to Nashville for a while. Uh, just did pretty much everything I could uh, with a couple of different production companies, and then ended up just kind of uh, doing my own thing. I moved back to Florida, and we. Uh, you know, every little project I do, I just kind of re reinvest all that money back into getting better gear, um, into, you know, travel costs, things like that. Um, you know, I, I, I was living at my mom's at, at 30, you know, just to 
by choice just so I could kind of, you know, I spent a year and a half, I think back at my mom's house, just reinvesting all this money that I could, you know, every penny I made just kind of went back into travel and production. So, uh, you know, and then, then came just, you know, like, like I said earlier, that evolution of how, how, uh, you know, just honing skills of, of production while traveling. Well, hey, there's nothing wrong with staying with your family. After I finished my travel in my 20s, I actually uh, ended up returning home in my early 30s and actually did also stay with my mom until I got yeah. married. So, hey, no judgment here. I can yeah. totally relate. I think every traveler <laughs> can relate to that story of running out of money, having to crash at moms and dads. So it's yeah. a common story in the travel world, Shane. Yeah. Traveling, uh, tell us about, um, uh, first we'll cover a little bit of the solo uh, video aspect, and then we'll cover uh, some of the company stuff you're doing. But when you're traveling as a solo videographer, equipment, I mean, uh, it's one thing to travel, and you know, travel, there's always the same travel light, uh, you know, travel with half the clothes, twice the money. Uh, but equipment, you're traveling when you're doing the solo video production um, kind of uh, projects. It's, it's funny when I first started doing this thing, it was, you know, we, we recorded the digital tapes and, uh, you know, and you had to travel with the, just boxes of, of tapes and you had, you know, but, but the camera gear was limited. So you only traveled with a camera with it, you know, one camera that, that did everything you needed it to do. Um, and maybe a tripod. So it was, it was pretty easy back then. And nowadays, you know, the cameras are smaller and everything's more compact and, and travel wise, but it's, but you have to do everything. So, you know, if, if I'm traveling, I want to shoot drone. I want to shoot, you know, I want to shoot uh, regular uh, footage on the ground with a uh, stabilizer. I want to shoot uh, underwater, which requires a housing, which, you know, so it's, so now I'm traveling with like a full production company. And so if I'm, you know, if I'm flying solo, it's, uh, you know, it's, I can, I can pack it up in about, you know, if I'm really uh, streamlining, then I can get two check-ins and two carry-ons and, and manage. Um, but it's, it's, <laughs> I'd much rather have about four, four check-ins and two carry-ons. That is incredible. That's incredible, especially if you can do it in the, the two carry-ons. But uh, when you're doing uh, it with the, you mentioned like the four bags sometimes, um, how is it with the customs with all this? Special permits? Do uh, you get stopped in customs for them thinking you're spies, or you have a, a? Tell us about some of the issues you have had, or can potentially have, and what kind of documentation you need to go into countries to do filming. Uh, it's it, it's a nightmare half the time. The uh, um, if you're going with a, if I'm contracted out through a production company, I just put it on them, you know, and then if. Uh, if if it's if I'm kind of producing and and bringing all this gear in, it just kind of depends on the, the the size of the production and the budget of the production because then you can get into things like, you know, do I want to get a carne and do this the the right way, or do I want to just kind of pack it up in regular suitcases and you know go in as a tourist? Um, you know, if I'm flying with my little drone and my little camera and all those things, it's, it's, it's a lot easier to kind of go through and just say, Oh, I'm just a, I'm just an enthusiast, <laughs> you know, but, uh, uh, if I can get through as a tourist, that's always the way I want to do it just because, 
I, I hate having to sit and deal with, with customs, but I, I've never had anything seized or anything dealt with. I mean, I've, I've been stopped and hassled, but a lot of it is just having patience and just kind of just sticking to your guns and kind of, you know, going, okay, I, you know, I don't know what to tell you here. I'll, I'll make you a, you know, we can just do, just being accommodating to what they want you to do. Um, and not being a, you know, not being a dick about it. <laughs> so, I've seen a lot of people get real angry and at customs and, uh, and it really doesn't get them anywhere at all. So. Great, great tips there, Shane. Uh, so I'm curious to know, uh, as a, a video producer, video director, when you're actually on the road, what are you looking for? Because uh, you know, a lot of us who are travel bloggers, we're trying to get more into video, and we're looking for those perfect shots, uh, the sunsets, or the uh, kind of sweeping shots, the people shots, the food. There's so much to actually capture. Uh, so from a professional stand uh, point of view, tell us a little bit about your, your mindset and your thought process and uh, visually, what are you actually looking for when you're on the road? That's, that's a good question because it, 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 that evolves with, you know, the amount of travel you do. Um, you know, the first time I ever went across the pond and did that Eurail trip, I mean, I, I was taking pictures of, you know, the inside of a McDonald's or the garbage can outside, like everything was interesting to me because it was just, it was different. I wanted, you know, this is what it looks like over here. Uh, so, you know, and whatever interested me was what I wanted to shoot. Um, and the more and more you travel, you know, those things kind of, you know, you're looking for bigger and more epic things. So, um, you know, I think you have to be kind of inspired anyway, if you're just kind of, if it's just kind of a checklist, then I think the, the, the shots that you're getting are gonna suffer. Um, because it's it may not be something that really inspires you but when it when it inspires you and, and it's in front of you then you get real creative and you start thinking oh i want to get get this in a different way and like i want to just uh, you know it, it's got to be different this time or whatever but it, it's it it grows with you so when i look at things that i did 10 years ago it's it's you know, a lot longer, and there's typically a lot of things in there that, that these days I wouldn't even shoot, probably, you know? So, uh, it just grows with you. Hello? I think I lost you there for a second. Awesome. So uh, I'm curious also to know about the editing process. Uh, there's this whole saying, for every one minute of good footage, you have like an hour of editing. So tell us a little bit about the post-production and the editing. First of all, the software you use, editing and post-production and the final. Um, well, I'm, you know, I used to really love editing and, uh, and I still do just not as much as I used to. And it's, and that's the, one of the great things about travel production is that it's, it, it, it keeps me interested. If I was just like shooting weddings or corporate videos, then, you know, editing becomes real tedious and it's really, 
not fun. Um, but when I come back from a really epic trip and I've got some really cool footage that's very different, um, you know, I'm real inspired to get in and, and go through it. Um, it's, uh, you know, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say I, you come home with, I'll, I'll shoot five hours worth of footage for a, you know, a, a one minute piece. So it's, uh, you know, it's a lot of, uh, a lot of shooting and uh, it's a lot of stuff to kind of thumb through and I'll go through every second of it. So it, it is a tedious process, but uh, once you start putting the music to it and you start really tweaking everything and, and, you know, shifting things around to kind of get a rhythm going and it starts coming to life is when you start, you know, it really starts kind of firing you up. Sounds great. Uh, so that's some of the solo projects you're working on. Uh, but tell us also about the company stuff you're doing, the corporate stuff. Uh, you mentioned sometimes you're actually traveling with the big crew. Uh, so walk us through some of those uh, corporate gigs that you're working on currently. Yeah, if, uh, you know, like this Caribbean Pirate Treasure series, we're about to head out to uh, Cuba, um, I believe. Um, at this point, these, these could change, but... Uh, uh, I think St. Kitts, Ecuador, Peru, a few, a few cool places that are, that are on the list, but it's, um, you know, if, if I'm producing it and it's a color earth production, that's one thing. This is a uh, critical media production, uh, for travel channel. And, and I'm just contracted as the, uh, you know, I can be contracted as an underwater shooter. I could be contracted as a, as a drone guy, as a, you know, a good, director of photography or, or whatever. Um, and this particular gig is one of those where I get to do a little bit of, of everything. So, um, you know, and we do it in really cool places and it's, you know, uh, it, it's gig of a lifetime for sure. And, uh, and, and they're making a great show out of it. So it's, it's one of the first ones that we've actually gotten a second season with that I've worked on. So I'm kind of, hoping that kind of leads to uh, a little longevity. So, uh, you know, we do this a couple times a year and then the rest of the time we can kind of pick and choose. Yeah, there's definitely a gig of the lifetime. And, you know, one of the big dreams of a lot of our listeners is to make money while traveling the world. And uh, literally you're getting uh, paid uh, to do these all kind of amazing travel adventures. So, Good on you for, for following your dreams and making them come true, Shane. Uh, so uh, what, what kind of tips or advice do you give to someone who's maybe an aspiring videographer or video producer uh, who, who wants to learn from someone like you? Uh, tell us about maybe some of the mistakes you made, any, any advice or tips you would give to that person who's watching or listening right now. Um, I would just, you know, what I tell people is just to keep doing it. Uh, you know, I think you have to put aside the, the – the notion that it's all, you know, take, take the glamour out of it. Uh, you have to be able to kind of go and, and not have a good time and, and still be able to find something positive in it that'll keep you going. I think a lot of people these days just kind of, if it's, if it's not perfect or if it's not something that's 100% inspiring them these days, that they just move on to the next thing. So it's it's one of those where, you know, our lives look really, really glamorous, you know, and they're, and it's not like that. 
all the time at all. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of bullshit that we have to deal with. So it's, <laughs> it's a lot, uh, but it's absolutely worth it because, uh, you know, it, it just, it makes everything different and you don't, it keeps you from getting into a rut. It, it, it keeps me inspired to kind of, you know, inspire my daughter. So, um, you know, I, I basically just tell people keep doing it, power through the, the bad moments and, you know, and find the good. Um, and then in terms of production, I just, I just tell people to kind of learn how to let things go because it's, you know, if you go on a trip and like I said, early on, um, you know, everything is interesting and you're shooting everything. And then you make this video that's like 10 minutes long and, you know, then people just, it's, it's not as interesting to everyone else, you know, like it's really, you take what you've, what you've gotten and then you kind of say, okay, I'm going to put, you put this, this cut together and say, okay, now I'm going to cut this in half. I'm going to get rid of at least half of it, you know, just, just to make it, you know, when, when you have it down to a certain time and, and it's all behind you, you feel like, oh yeah, that is perfect. But at the time when you're editing it, it's, it's so hard to let it go. It's so hard to just say, oh man, this, this is such a good moment. I, I've got to keep this in here and I've got to keep that in here. It's like, you really don't, you don't just, just let it go, you know? Great advice, great advice. Don't be attached to your product. Uh, great tips there. And uh, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned the whole thing about uh, life on the road isn't always easy. There are going to be days of difficulty and struggle and challenge and why the heck am I doing this? But then it's all worthwhile. I mean, just the last two days have been hectic travel days. We're traveling from El Salvador, Honduras. To save money, we're doing most of the chicken buses. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Chicken buses are more are American school buses that have been converted. They're probably from like the seventies or eighties, or uh, and they're pretty much uh, you know on the verge of falling apart. Some of them, and one of them actually did fall apart. And we were stuck on the side of the road. Everyone had to leave the bus, and the mechanics trying to fix it with wrenches and hammers. And we're like, oh man, is this ever going to get fixed? Yeah. And the joy of the travel, you know, like it's of course frustrating because you're like, okay, are we going to get there before dark? Is this ever going to be fixed? But eventually. Right. All works out and uh, just yesterday we actually had to take these four chicken buses and one took just to get uh it was maybe 200 kilometers to get 200 kilometers four different buses and it, and it took two. so yeah. definitely very exhausted and gonna be resting today doing a couple of interviews and of course learning our spanish here uh while we're traveling but uh nice. shana it was uh, definitely into the area of video and uh, very inspiring in terms of all your travels so if people want to connect with you and find out more about your uh, travels and also about your travel company called color earth uh, tell us about how can they do that uh, if you want to see uh, if you want to see, if you want to see more you can go to uh, uh, my YouTube channel which is Shane O goes one word and uh, you can check out the website at colorearth.tv um, and that's pretty much where you'll see connections to all our social media. Awesome. And you mentioned also the work you've done with the Travel Channel. Is there any online links uh, that people can watch those online? If you go to travelchannel.com and, and search uh, Shano, 
you'll you, there's probably a hundred videos in there that you'll find. So it's uh, you know you can thumb through whatever country you like. <laughs> there you go, there you go. And make sure you check out Summer Shane's word. That's how I found out about him when I was watching the amazing Ecuador, uh, sorry not Ecuador, El Salvador video that he made. Uh, so definitely uh, very inspiring to see his work. And actually, just like when I was watching, I was like, oh man, I had no idea how beautiful El Salvador was, and uh, we really enjoyed our time there. Yeah. Uh, so Shane, uh, thanks again for connecting and coming on to this uh, particular episode. Uh, it was great to have you on and learn all the insights today. Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. And I'll have those links below, everyone. Uh, so make sure you check out those links below. And we'll catch up with you guys on the next episode of our Digital Nomad Mastery podcast. podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling well. There you go. Thank Bye. you for the great outro by daughter Rianne. And thanks, Shane. We'll talk to you soon. Happy travels. Bye, Ricky. Bye, Rianne.